Hello and welcome back to Lounge With Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two ex-librarians staying in touch through the power of books and in particular we have a reading group, don't we Claire? And we read a book together and discuss it and currently we are reading Becoming by Michelle Obama. We are, what does Kindle say? We are 40% of the way through this book, Claire. Yeah, we're getting through it. We it's, are yeah, look, running through it quickly. Just showing you it in book form, <laughs> <laughs> where my bookmark is. And we got to page 162 this week. Yes. And we're just yes. going to go over some of the things that happened in the book. Hopefully you guys who are reading along are enjoying it as well. A lot of stuff happened in these pages. A lot of depressing things. Yeah, there was quite a lot going on, wasn't there? Um, it was yeah. a lot to do with her relationship with Barack. And it talked a little bit about his life and his how he got brought up and how he, you know. But I think basically his the dad did they meet in Hawaii? Was it Hawaii? I think so because his mum's yeah. kind of all over the place. Yeah. So she she had him, and then she found out that her the dad was already married to somebody in Nairobi, and he went back to Nairobi, didn't he? And mm. she just decided she was going to go off travelling and kind of left him <laughs> with the granny. Yeah. Is that how I understood it? Yeah. That is exactly what happened. And <laughs> it's an interesting arrangement, but I can see that's what made him so free-spirited, you know? Yeah. Because he's not tethered by these rules of marriage. And it's quite funny, actually, their arguments, because she's really like a traditionalist in terms of the family, and he's not, and... The proposal that we read in these pages was oh, so cute. I was like, that was oh, so brilliant. It's like a movie. Yeah, that was fantastic. But we won't say too we much about it. I but don't it want to ruin really, it. Love, it was really good. I love their relationship. For me, these pages felt like she was almost coming of age and starting to think about her relationship with her own life. Like Definitely. she'd been told this is what you need to attain, this is what you need to do. But she's got to that point where she feels unfulfilled. And I think getting with Barack has shown her that side of life that she's been missing out on, that she wants to do more. And it's not enough getting that paycheck, which is what she always was chasing. It's about making a change. Yeah, she wants to make a difference, doesn't she, in people's lives and things like that. And she just feels like she's just doing that day-to-day troll of work, 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 work. Yeah, she's getting paid quite a lot of money. She's got nice possessions. She's got, you know, that's all great, but it's just not fulfilling for her. And I think she ends up losing um, a very special friend who was incredibly free-spirited and did lots of random things in her life. And I think that's had a quite an, an inspiration on her, hasn't it? Yeah, that at any moment, you know, it can all be taken away. That was really sad, that part of the book, actually. And there is really a lot of sad. grief in these yes. pages. And her explanation of grief is, it is relatable. Yeah. It was really Um, sad. I mean, this is actually a bit that I I highlighted in the book because this is her talking about grief and I just thought it was a beautiful way to put it. 
And um, she says, it hurts to live after someone has died. It just does. It can hurt to walk down a hallway or open the fridge. It hurts to put on a pair of socks to brush your teeth. Food tastes like nothing. Colours go flat. Music hurts. And so do memories. And it just goes on like that. And I just thought, it's so true. When you lose someone really special, everything else just seems like it's not real. Yeah, I would agree with you. And... She's also having to deal with the fact that she's living apart from Barack as well, isn't she? So she's, mm. she's, uh, that's quite telling on her. And, and she, she just realises that life is too short and you've got to make these changes. I, I feel it for her because that, you know, I decided life was too short and we made this move that we did, you know. And life mm. is too short. I think if you if you want to do something, you've got to go out and do it. It's interesting because her mum says to her, because Michelle says, oh, I want to leave my job. It's unfulfilling. Mm. And her mum sort of laughs and she's like, earn your money first and then think of happiness. And I guess it's that tale of you can't really think about fulfilment in a job unless you've got the privilege to do so. Yeah. So there is a lot that goes on in that, like you say, there is a lot of grief. Um, She does decide, she meets somebody, doesn't she? She gets introduced to somebody called Valerie Jarrett in this part of the book as well, doesn't she? She does, who's working at the mayor's office. And this is actually a word that I came across during this section, and I had no idea what it meant. I don't even know how to say it, but it's cronism? Cronism? Or cronyism? Have you heard of that? I don't think so. What page was that on, Ken? Do, do you know? Uh, page 151. Ooh, <laughs> Isn't the Kindle little... great? But anyway. Um, <laughs> but I saw that word and I was like, what does that mean? Anyway, I looked it up and it's about putting people in places of power even if they don't have the qualifications to be in power. And she talks about it in this political realm. Yeah. Oh. oh, so there you go. Okay. That's a new word that we've learned. A new word for it. <laughs> Cronyism. <laughs> People in power who shouldn't be because they've not got the qualification. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've put at the top of my notes, I've put Barack's car, page 121.22. I wonder why I've put that. Shall I have a little look? <laughs> yeah. Is this because his car's falling apart? Possibly, I don't know. Let's have a look. I, I put 121. Oh, here we go. Shall I read it a little bit? Yeah. He flashed me the impish. I got this covered grin that melted me every time. Just give it a minute or two, he said, shifting the car into gear. It goes away. After another few minutes, having steered us onto a busy road, he added, also maybe don't look down. I've already spotted what he wanted me to avoid. A rusted out four-inch hole in the floor of his car through which I could see the pavement rushing beneath us. <laughs> <laughs> they come from such, like, humble, humble beginnings. Yeah. And then they go off ba- to, like, rule the country. I know, I know. Banana yellow Datsun, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Barack Obama driving around in one place? <laughs> <laughs> you should get another one just so I can see yeah. it. <laughs> But um, I really liked this part of the book. I think so far in the reading, this has been my favourite part to read because there was just a lot of interesting like content. So she was very reflective about what her life means. 
who she is, who she wants to be, what it means to be in this committed relationship with Barak and how she doesn't lose herself within that. And yeah, I just thought there was so much dialogue in terms of growing as a person and I found that interesting. There was. There was also that bit, I don't know whether you noticed, um, you know, when she arrived in Africa, that she felt that she should have felt quite at home because she was an African-American and when she got there, she she actually felt incredibly uncomfortable and it felt incredibly different. And she she that's when she had like a quite a belting argument, I think, with, with Barack there, didn't she? Yeah. Must have been just a massive culture shock to go there and then realise actually I'm I'm not the same. I'm I am a lot different. Yeah. That's what I mean. She was so contemplative. Mm. Um, this this part of the book and I actually thought she was a lot older at this point in time as well but then it turns out she was only like what 26 something like like her this covers like her 20s to 30s era and I'm just like wow so much stuff happened to you in that time yeah yeah big thoughts (laughs) and she did quite a lot of traveling for her age at that time as well I know as part of her recruitment process for the law firm they put her up in five-star hotels I was like yeah yeah. Why don't I get put up in five star? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just have to ask that question. So yeah, can you put me up at a five star hotel? You'll get a little bed sit, <laughs> a tent, a tent. <laughs> Sleep outside. So we're we're on chapter twelve now. This is when they're going to get married, I believe. We're up to that bit, and we're going to read to chapter seventeen. So it's about 90 pages. That's I think quite we a can lot. manage that. Yeah. It's a big think, book I think though. We've, we've been reading enough now that we can we're getting faster at reading. Yeah. We're doing well. I mean all my other reading has slowed down a bit. <laughs> I know. Well my reading has slowed down because I and I get quite into this though. I kind of like when we stop I want to carry on reading. From the other books that I'm reading, that's the one that's my favourite at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is good. So we're going to go to chapter 17 then. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So, book news, Claire. Now, obviously, we've said we've not really got very far in the books that we're currently reading. So we're going to use this time to talk about books that are on our radar and books that we possibly want to read after our current reads. Yeah, well... I mean, who's got a new book out but our lovely friend Phil Earl? I know, I saw it on Instagram and I was <gasps> like, what is this? I couldn't find out any information about it though, but you said you found something. Yeah, I well I went on to Amazon in the end because it wasn't on his website. Because um, I was like, it must be on his website, but I can't see anything on his website. But the book is t- called Until the Road Ends. And he's got some proofs. We, we'd we like a proof, wouldn't we? Phil! Or two. <laughs> oh my gosh. If we got proof copies, we could read it as our next book club. <gasps> oh my goodness, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? It's another World War II read. And it's got um, a character called Peggy in it. And a dog named Bo. Oh, I love dog stories. Yeah, he always puts animals, all of his stories about animals, aren't they? So Peggy is evacuated to the safety of the coast, but Bo is left behind in the city, where he becomes the most extraordinary and unlikely of war heroes, 
Night after night, as bombs rain down and communities are destroyed, Beau searches streets, saving countless families. But then disaster strikes, changing Peggy's life forever. With her parents killed, both she and Beau are left alone, hundreds of miles apart. But Beau has a plan to reunite them at long last. What? So we're actually going to have like a POV of the dog? Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Oh, that's quite exciting. Mm. It's a, it's gold, gold covers, gold covers gold this time. Gold covers. The proof copy we had of While the Storm Rage was that shiny red, wasn't it? So this mm, is a, with kind this of is gold, gold writing, wasn't it? This one's got yeah. like lilac letters. Mm. Oh, yeah. it looks. I'm intrigued. Well, I did write. I did write a comment on our Instagram. And I used Spandau Ballet's gold song. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love it. I just changed changed one of the words that I used (laughs) in that. But I think someone had beat me to it when I looked back at the comments, but I was like, nah, I did it again. So (laughs) Phil Earl, yeah. Phil Earl's new book. That looks exciting. We like a bit of Phil Earl. Send us a copy, Phil. I also I bought an, another book. It's fresh off the press, and I actually made a special trip into town to get this book because my sister had it, and she sent yeah. me a video of this book, and I was like, I want it too. <laughs> <laughs> and this book is the mysterious case of the Appleton Angels by Janice Hallett, and I absolutely adore Janice Hallett. I've read all of her books that she's released. Uh, which have only been two, but they're both... She does, like, mystery books, but not traditionally written. So the first one was just a string of emails between lots of different characters, and you almost had to figure out the mystery yourself just through that dialogue. Ah. And then the second one was... Oh, the second one was actually just crazy. I can't even talk about it without ruining it. And then this one is all about a cult, Claire. It's a cult. Oh, wow. I and like I can't a cool wait. And it's um, a collection of documents, and you've got to read through these documents to kind of see what's what. I think you're a journalist. But it says, um, Everyone knows the story of the Appleton Angels, the cult-like group who were convinced one of their members' babies was the Antichrist, and they had a divine mission to kill it, until the baby's mother, Holly, came to her senses and called the police. The angels committed suicide rather than go to prison, and Holly and the baby disappeared into the care system. Nearly two decades later, true crime author Amanda Bailey is writing a book on the angels. The Appleton baby has turned 18 and can finally be interviewed. And then there's more to it, but that's the gist, and I'm just like... (gasps) Doesn't that sound good? does sound good. But yeah, it sounds so good, and I got a signed copy of it as well, so I'm I'm super stoked. Oh, brilliant. Oh, wow. Well, earlier on tonight, I listened to Zoe Ball's new podcast, which is um, called Radio 2's Book Club. She was talking in her, this is the very first one, and in her, um, in the podcast, she was talking to Jojo Moy, who wrote Me Before You. Sorry, I don't know whether anybody can hear, but my dog is playing with its squeaky toy and I have to keep taking it off him. Going back to the book. (laughs) (laughs) 
So um, this is a story about, apparently, it's about two women, one who is an American and one who is English, and they end up swapping pe- uh, bags at the gym. And she ends up going into her life and she goes into her other life. So it's a little bit like a Desperately Seeking Susan book. Oh, yeah. Hey. And it's called Somebody Else's Shoes. And it's Jojo Moy's new book. So I quite fancy reading that. Sounds great. Sounds yeah, really I bet good. that's going to be interesting. Yeah. She was quite a funny author to listen to as well. And what time's that on, on Radio 2? It's on, all, um, it's on all the time. It's like a podcast that you just listen to. Oh, oh no, rival podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I thought, um, I thought I'd send, you know, you never know. We might, I might send her an email about our lovely podcast. Oh, yeah, big it up, big it up. <laughs> <laughs> the dog, dog squeaky toy. You don't get that in other podcasts. No, you this don't, is, do you? Know, you? <laughs> top quality content. <laughs> He's just come back from his walk. so cute (laughs) so I mean that's all my book related news I'm hoping that I'm going to finish Hair House and Open Water by next week because literally I'm so close to finishing both of them but I just keep reading Michelle Obama's book instead well I know I'm still reading Michael Grant's Purple Hearts which I'm really enjoying and I love the characters in it but like you say uh, I know I've it's because I have lots of other things going on, a bit of DIYing and stuff like that, that I just, you know, don't sit down and read for hours and hours. And I've still got, oh, at least two thirds of the book to go. But I'm going to, I'm going to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> Reading is fun. It's not a chore. <laughs> I know, I know. But I, I love to just sit down and read. But there just seems to never be so much time. time. I seem to just be... Yeah coming home and walking the dog and then your time just gone you know once you've made tea and stuff like that no excuses there's always time to read he always used to say to the students no excuses yeah always time to read in the bath in my bed (laughs) waiting in the car always time but i think that's all we've got to talk about today yeah so remember we are getting to page 250 which is the start of chapter 17 make sure you're joining in and you get to those pages with us it is gonna be uh tough for some because i know 90 pages is quite a lot to read and hopefully i'll be able to finish my other books as well so i'll be able to do some reviews (laughs) (laughs) it is goodbye from me and it is goodbye from me (laughs) 